Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Chris Spiegel podcast. Today, I want to talk about focus and attention, taking a little bit of time of deconstructing how we are working, how uh, life has changed over the last few years, what I've been trying to adapt to and, and basically readjust with specifically around technology and the likes. This all is basically coming from the reason that we are nowadays in an extremely busy world. We are basically pulled by all kinds of attention-grabbing things around us. There's notifications, there's emails, there's text messaging, there's phone calls, then there's just so much news and this whole like news cycle thing and, and all of that. And uh, it's become increasingly hard to stay focused and pay attention to what actually matters. So I want to talk about how I basically am trying to arrange myself within those confines because the reality of the world is not something that I can necessarily change very much but I can change my reality and how I basically treat myself and others as well as the devices that I have at my disposal. Now, there's this thing that we have nowadays, which is our phone, and we have it with us at all times, and we have internet access pretty much wherever we want to be, uh, it's almost always unlimited if you're not having a data plan that is kind of closed off. Um, we have notifications on these things. We are reachable all the time. And everybody kind of expects that you are there. Now, I have tried to rid myself of that and change how I do these things and how I work with it. Because I'm not... I don't want to be pulled in all kinds of directions all day, every day by my phone, all the notifications. I want to actually get work done. And like I think Cal Newport said um, in his book, Deep Work, I want to get deep work done. I want to produce videos. I want to write the next script for a podcast or a video. I want to do the client work that I'm doing and I need focused time. And I'm Mostly in the creative uh, schedule, which is I need blocks of time. I need three to five hours with uninterrupted time because that's how I work best. And that is something that I have found increasingly over the last few years that the whole thing about here, like half an hour of work there, then a meeting, then 10 minutes here where I can like go over or something like that doesn't really work for me. And the annoying thing now is that with notifications and all those things I am pulled out of my focused time a lot more easily and it's not something that is so easy to grab and hold um, and, and stay in that moment and I have tried many things over the years and I'm going to share a couple of them with you here and today. On top of this 
just my own personal experience. It's also that I have read multiple articles and I think even books that talk about the negative impact of having notifications and these different pulls on us. Uh, I think it's like there's the thing about notifications, then there's a thing about news and uh, listening or reading too much news that you are actually getting drawn into the negative mindset of the news cycle very easily. And then it takes a lot of energy to get out of that and stay positive. And also with the notifications, it's the same thing. Once your notification has been there and your attention has been grabbed, it's relatively hard to get out or get back into the mode that you were in before. So the ability to focus is some rare skill nowadays, and it's really not that easy. Uh, not to mention that there is also the pull to refresh and the whole thing about dopamine, dopamine and endorphin-inducing uh, uh, mechanics of social networks and the likes that we get these positive feelings. And for myself, for example, one of those things is also that I... Um, really enjoy learning about things and informing myself but then the endless supply that is out there is also something that keeps me away from my actual work where I produce something because I have um, certain moments where I am questioning whether or not I should do something then I do something easy which may be watching a YouTube video or scrolling through Instagram and then I'm set back by that what I uh, see and then it's really hard for me to get started again so that's one issue but now let's focus on more so the um, side of notifications and being pulled into those directions i have been trying this for many years now i have been trying for uh, pretty much <laughs> i don't know the last three to five years uh, to kind of like get a handle on this and find ways how i can trick myself to work better work more work better focused and so on what i found however is that i um the the hardest part of this is actually to know that you can stop and I think I saw a video from, um, what was his name, Matt Diavella, uh, where he shared about what he thought would happen if he quit social media. And I don't know exactly, or I don't remember exactly how long he quit social media for, but he thought that his following would uh, not necessarily like that. However, he found the opposite, that his actual videos were better quality and that way uh, they had a bigger impact in his um, growth than being on social media constantly and, and being visible and being reachable and those things. So it was kind of counterintuitive that it's actually good to step away and uh, focus on the main work, the deep work. A couple of things that I have tried for myself over the years uh, with varying success is to switch your phone into black and white mode. And that might be a funny one or, or for some people at least it might be funny. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that now I am holding up my phone basically in uh, this dark mode or gray mode where you can basically see that everything is black and white and the point here is that the notifications especially are something that are in red color which is drawing you in 
very very hardly and then also with everything else in colors it's just something that is so um pulling the problem with that mode for myself however is that uh, i noticed that being a creator and photography and videography is really a big thing that i do it's not that easy to stay in that mode for a very long time so i have to either constantly pull myself back into it and i have it set up so on my phone when i triple click the side button the uh, lock button basically uh, when i triple click that then it switches into that mode and that is really useful whenever I want to get back into that. However, as I mentioned, it's not necessarily something that works terribly well for me because I am, one, able to switch it so quickly. Two, it sometimes makes certain design elements hard to access and work with because it's also similar colors get mux, uh, mixed into the same color scheme and then they both are kind of gray and then you can't really distinguish between the two. That is something that I found is really tricky. And overall, it's a nice feature and you might want to try it. I have done so for I think a month or so, uh, two years ago, something like that. And it really was something that was quite um, transformative for that time period. Um, however, I think that other modes or other changes have had a much bigger impact. Um, because one of the biggest impacts, and that kind of makes sense when we are talking about how we are pulled out of focus from notification overload, is to reduce the amount of notifications you get. And actually, you can do this in multiple ways. You can, for one, uh, go into the application that is sending you notifications, for example, Instagram, and you can go into the settings inside of that application. And some of those apps give you a way of deciding which kinds of notifications you would like to actually receive. So for Instagram, uh, you can decide whether or not you want to get notifications for direct messages. You can also decide whether or not you want to get notifications whenever someone likes or comments on a photo of yours. And for my own personal use case in this one is basically that I, inside of applications, usually try to disable everything that doesn't really matter to me. Uh, or at least it doesn't matter in the sense that I don't need a immediate notification about it. One of those things being when someone likes my photo. Uh, that is something that just clutters the notification screen for me. It's not something that I particularly care a lot about because I can't really do anything with that information. It's not a call. It's not a text message from someone that I can react to. It's literally just something that happened and informs me that there is something that happened. So that's not really worth anything. And the same is true for other kinds of notifications out there. Uh, then there's also all kinds of notifications that are in the realm of reminders and, and stuff like that, which you can reduce or get rid of completely. The second way that you can work with notifications is also that you can actually go into the system preferences of your device and then into the notification settings where you can actually disable or de-allow applications to even be able to send you notifications to begin with. And that's something that is really powerful because what you can then do is basically completely get rid of certain apps that are sending you notifications, even if you had already changed those settings internally of that application. For me personally, uh, I am basically at a point where almost all notifications are 
deactivated completely. Um, some notifications are still visible, for example, with a badge, because I want to know that there is new information, but I don't want to be pulled out of whatever I'm doing by receiving a notification. So I'm displaying the badge for certain applications. And I also have um, pretty much, I only have text messages. I have calls. I have um, my maps navigation and also um, financial transactions that are still something that are active and I receive notifications about those things. However, I'm even rethinking the financial transactions, whether or not that even makes sense to get notifications about. Um, the one thought that I have about this is I would like to be able to um, for example, with N26, that's one of the banks that I use, uh, I would love to be able to get notifications whenever my account reaches a certain limit uh, that I set manually, um, but that's not really possible. So right now I have it set that I get notifications whenever a transaction happens, which can get bothersome as well. That's why I'm kind of rethinking that idea as well. So like I said, you can de-allow the notifications for certain applications completely um, but you can also re uh, change how those notifications are showing up so some of them you might not want in the notification center uh, some of them you might not want that they show a badge or something like that and so you can very granularly change those settings the annoying part is that it is something that you have to manually adjust for each and every single application because there's no one size fits all automatic toggle uh, that you can hit and automatically do this for you another thing that i have um, learned or tried and am trying again and again is that you can actually put your phone in airplane mode quite simple uh, and makes total sense um, because that way notifications are not going to show up and um, you can just go on with your work and nobody will bother you this is something that i personally have a really hard time with and i have the second or the next point that really makes it a little easier for that because I don't necessarily like that this also means that in somewhat of an emergency I'm not reachable. But this also kind of goes in line with the psychological side of deactivating notifications and pulling yourself out of that draw, um, basically meaning that what is actually necessary, when is actually or what is actually a um emergency can people reach you in other ways can most or pretty much anything out there can be done with text messages and i think there is a really good point for having the ability to call someone especially in a uh, internally or uh, with family and and stuff like that but on the other hand if you really need that stretch of time for yourself it might be best to just basically log out for a certain amount of time this by the way is one major issue um, maybe not for everyone or maybe not for certain people that have certain kinds of jobs uh, because they might be or you might be limited to the time that you can interact with your phone however this becomes increasingly problematic or um, stressful for someone like me who actually works for for myself by myself and i have access to my phone all day every day uh, i'm not someone who is uh, i don't know outside doing gardening work where i don't necessarily have that access available i don't have a boss that's looking over my shoulder all the time so this is kind of like the self-regulation mechanism that you really have to learn and teach yourself and that's 
been a really hard process for me and that's what you might guess because of this video and podcast but to kind of take this step a little notch down with the um, airplane mode um, and another version of this by the way is to put your phone into a different room but that's basically the same effect um, the next thing that i really do is the do not disturb mode and i'm really really using that hardcore because for me basically my iphone is in do not disturb mode pretty much 24 7 um, which basically just means that none of the notifications no text messages no nothing is actually lighting up the screen and also they're not making any sounds or vibrations the only exception that i have set up are calls and another exception that i could make is that only calls from numbers that i know are allowed i could also make the exception that only calls from a certain group of people are allowed and then i also could make the setup that calls only go through after they have um, pretty much called multiple times after another now this is something that I would highly recommend everyone to do because most definitely or most likely notifications aren't that important. The downside of this mode is that when you go to your phone and you want to check something or you want to research something or do something else, you will inevitably inevitably yeah, you will inevitably something like that, <laughs> uh, see those notifications on the lock screen, which then again brings a moment where it can draw you in very easily. Then we have um, another very radical mode, which is to remove certain applications from your phone completely. And I have done this for Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and the likes uh, multiple times in the last few years. The thing that I always come back to is that I really like the workings of these social networks and I write or really am interested in how they work and I want to share and connect with people on those platforms so it's really hard to get rid of those um, completely from the phone and at this point I noticed that probably the best idea is to put those applications not on the home screen but into a folder basically just far away so that I don't have uh, easy access to them. I also have limited the search scope of um, Spotlight on the iPhone to not include the um, the Instagram, YouTube, and so on. So I actually have to navigate into that folder and then a couple pages down to get there. And the last thing, basically, is that I would recommend to move away from your phone for certain tasks. And one of those things that I've been doing is to move to a bullet journal basically and uh, bullet journaling is just a very manual thing which you do with pen and paper or a book and then you have your own task management in there and your goal setting and tracking and and stuff like that and that is something that i've been trying for about a week now and i am really interested to see how this ex experiment basically goes for the next few weeks as i am um, trying to see how that affects my brain when I do my planning session and so on. It's really something that I already have found to be quite useful um, to sit down and draw those pages and slow down a moment and take that time for myself to really yeah, not do that with my phone uh, glued to my face and, and being all bright and everything. 
So your mileage may vary with these different uh, methods. Uh, it's really something that you have to try out and see for yourself how it works out. I am still struggling mostly with these aspects of what if someone wants to reach me and it's really important. Uh, can I really make that hard decision to be invisible or not reachable for a set amount of time? Um, is that something that I can do? And if so, how can I then be better uh, or better reachable afterwards? Can I communicate this with people? Um, I've been reading or rereading the four-hour workweek. And one of those things that he mentioned there, for example, is that with emails, he has a autoresponder, which basically just lets people know, hey, I'm not really answering emails every day maybe i answer emails only every third day and then people already know that and they have a contact method in that email in case they really need to call him or uh, reach him very very urgently but most things apparently based on what tim ferris writes in the book are not ever that urgent and so uh, he makes a point that you don't have to reply to everything immediately for myself, basically the structure that I have adopted is that my emails I answer whenever I feel like it, uh, which is mostly every day, but sometimes it can be two days. And um, then I have text messaging, which I definitely check every day. However, I also take the liberty to not answer everybody every day because it's something that I find um I don't think that I owe that to anyone. And uh, sometimes things have to stay a little longer for getting a proper response. And uh, that's just how the world works nowadays. And then we have calls, of course, which is something to train myself a little better with um, having the ability to say that I'm busy, that I am focused on something that I can't really be interrupted right now and those things. Um, and I will see how that goes further in the future. Now, let's recap. You can basically remove applications from your phone to try not to be drawn in by them. And that may work for some time and for some aspects. And it might be a really good experiment to uh, try and see how addicted you are to those things. Uh, for me, again, I am not necessarily able to do that because it's oftentimes not just removing the application from my phone, but it's actually that it is part of my work and it becomes increasingly hard to engage with the people out there with you in a, a, like just the ability to connect with each other is severely limited if I choose to do that, especially with certain applications that only have a app uh, for example, with being able to communicate with Instagram and direct messages on there and also the ability to post stories, which is basically only possible uh, through the app itself unless you want to use some third-party hack uh, and that's not necessarily something that I'm very interested in. Then you can uh, use the black and white mode or grayscale mode on your phone, which is something that I would definitely try um, again, it's something that is really, really helpful unless you want to edit a photo and then it becomes a bother. Uh, but other than that, it's really something that is quite useful. Then drastically removing or reducing the amount of notifications you get. Um, it's probably a good idea to just have calls, text messages, basically all human 
interaction rather than the automatic responses of certain tabs or reminders. Um, that's something that I definitely would recommend. Uh, and I, again, have done so in hardcore mode that I really have gone through everything and I disabled pretty much all of that. Uh, this also includes not getting notifications about emails if you at all can or are able to do so. On top of that, I use do not disturb mode for pretty much all day, every day, except for calls that I am letting through. This is definitely something that has been very helpful uh, to not be drawn in because this way I also have the opportunity to check the text messages that I'm receiving when I want to text, uh, when I want to check those messages. And uh, then I also am trying to put my phone into the next room. This is something that is more so about myself because the do not disturb already does part of the work, but uh, putting the phone into the next room, it also gives me uh, a space between me and the phone and I can't just reach for it and check it because there's not just the notifications and there's also the application that are so driven to pull us back in and uh, that's something that I'm doing to stay focused more and longer. And then of course we have the airplane mode which would be the hardcore version to really disconnect completely. Something that I have tried but I'm not necessarily keen on because I do want to be able to be reachable by my grandma and my mom and those people around me that really can need me in that moment's notice where I can like it can make a difference whether or not they reach me now or in two hours and last but not least driving your activities away from those digital means to a more manual or more thoughtful approach um, to for example use a bullet journal to organize and that's something that I am experimenting with and I will definitely make a video and or podcast episode about that. Now with all that, I am far from perfect. I catch myself probably at least once or twice per day uh, mindlessly giving attention away. But it's, I think, a practice of mindfulness to become more aware of these instances where we are in that moment notice that moment and analyze maybe how you ended up there, how I ended up there, why did I pull out my phone and check something randomly even though I didn't really have any good reason to do so. And uh, I just today saw a message from Sorelli uh, who wrote about that she basically tries pretty hard to not check her phone when she's waiting for food in a restaurant even if she's alone like with with people that's something that you should probably never do but even alone she tries to stay aware and just check her surroundings and look around herself to see what's going on instead of again mindlessly scrolling through something else so be aware of those moments uh use the techniques that I described today and uh, let's have a conversation about this. Uh, you can check with me in the comment section of this YouTube video and if you're listening on podcast, please check the link in the show notes where you can find the YouTube video and we can have a conversation in the comment section there about tactics and tricks and techniques that you use to stay more focused, get more done and how you pull yourself out when you are 
drawn in by certain applications and or the notification overwhelm that we have nowadays. Now, with that said, thank you for listening and uh, have an amazing day. Make it your life and I will see you in the next one. Ciao, ciao.